0: Welcome back to Classical Christian Virtues. I'm your host, Dr. Timothy Dernlin, as we journey together toward the good life by cultivating virtue and resisting vice one week at a time. The companion book to this podcast is also entitled Classical Christian Virtues. You can pick that up at Amazon.com or you can get more information at timdernlin.com. If you head over there, please do leave me a message. I like reading those each week. Finally, Subscribe to this podcast, give it a five-star rating, pass it on to a friend, and we'll build this Classical Christian Virtues community together. Love you all. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. I'm excited about the virtue we'll be discussing this week. It's industriousness. Industriousness is not often... A virtue that we think of when we think about classical Christian virtues, but it is spoken about often in the Bible, our work ethic, our diligence, our laziness, our uh, busy-bodiness as, uh, as humans. So let's jump in. Charles Spurgeon, the great prince of preachers, said, Some temptations come to the industrious, but all temptations attack the idle. Obviously, that uh, has been said in many various ways. Idle hands are the devil's playground. So Spurgeon reminds us that industriousness helps to ward off temptation, helps to ward off the attacks of the devil. As we put ourselves to the good work that God has put forth for us to do, it is a virtue to do that, to steward the ground that he gave us, to go out and produce good in this world for the glory of God. Industriousness is characterized by earnest, diligent, and steadfast effort and hard work. Industriousness can often be the great equalizer among peers with various levels of talent. I found this to be true when I coached college wrestling. There were numerous examples of more talented wrestlers being surpassed and losing their varsity spot to industrious teammates with lesser skills, with lesser talents, but who had diligently logged extra hours of effort to improve their skills each and every day. Consistency, work ethic, industriousness, courage. Oldness. Each of us should seek to cultivate industriousness in our own lives so that we can effectively accomplish the good works that God has prepared in advance for us to do. Proverbs 6, 1 through 5, reminds us, My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, have given your pledge for a stranger, If you are snared in the words of your mouth, caught in the words of your mouth, then do this, my son, and save yourself, for you have come into the hands of your neighbor. Go, hasten, and plead urgently with your neighbor. Give your eyes no sleep, and your eyelids no slumber. Save yourself like a gazelle from the hands of a hunter like a bird from the hand of the fowler. It seems like a strange passage for industriousness, right? You think we might go to Proverbs 31 with the industrious woman finding a field and purchasing it or other places in the Bible where men put their hand to the plow. But this one talks about an issue that sometimes is more common in our lives in that we do get ourselves into agreements that we need to get out of. It's industrious to go and be diligent to take care of the business, whether, whether your business and affairs are going well or whether you've gotten yourself into a bad situation. Be industrious. Take action. Take the next right step that God has put in front of you. There's many ways that we need to work and be industrious. Can you think of folks in history, literature, or throughout the Bible that were industrious? I'm sure that you can. You can pause this recording, have a discussion, look things up. When, why, and how should we be industrious? We should... Always seek to be industrious. We should be um, like the servant given talents and go out and multiply them for the Lord. Go out and be fruitful with those. Be fruitful and multiply. F- fill the earth and, and subdue it, right? One of the first commands to humans. But in the parable of the talents from the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he does say be industrious. There is a pair, there is a, Uh, uh, a servant in that parable who is is lazy. Who's lazy. He buries the talent out of fear or lack of industriousness. Laziness is the vice of deficiency. Proverbs 10.4 says, Lazy hands make for poverty. But diligent hands bring wealth. There's no secret to being successful. Sometimes we need to go out on a limb. When you're, when you're picking fruit, go into an orchard. When you're picking fruit, where is the best fruit? It's not right up against the trunk. It's out on the limb. Sometimes we need to take risks and go out on a limb To receive the best fruit in life. Industriousness is part of that. Part of of that goes along with the virtue of courage. But there's also a vice of excess. And we need to be careful of that. Vice of excess is workaholism. A feeling of compulsion to work excessively. We see that with Mary and Martha when the Lord came to visit. We also see in Psalm 127, verses 1 through 2, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early. And go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toils, for he gives to his beloved sheep. We're not in control of our lives. We're not in control of the rain that falls and blesses our crops, whether that's physically as a farmer or whether it's at our place of work, in an office, in a cubicle, in a a sales job, as a doctor. As, as a mother, as a son or daughter, as a father. We simply need to be faithful, taking care of the little things and to whom much is given, much is expected, but also we won't be given more opportunities if we can't handle the small things given to us. So let's be industrious let's be industrious but let's also rest spend time with family and seek that whole life that god has given us industriousness goes and laziness and workaholism plays into how much time we're spending on our phones on our screens not engaging with others Let's not become lazy in those areas. It's amazing how much can be accomplished when we just plot along and take care of things each and every day. When have you experienced being around someone who's workaholic? Like the scripture said, it's like eating bread, um, Brought forth by anxiety. It causes anxiety. Being around someone who's a workaholic and someone who's lazy. Oh, it's just, it's, it's discouraging to see. Um, sometimes if, if we don't temper ourselves, it can cause anger. Seeing someone being slovenly and stepping into one of those seven deadly vices. What well, situation in situations in your life cause you to be a workaholic? Is it when you have a lack of sleep? If, is it when you have anxiety in your life? When you feel quote unquote out of control, not resting in the sovereign hand of our triune God. When have you been around someone who's industrious? Think right now of the most industrious person you've ever known. Maybe it's a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, a, a good friend that you think, wow, the person is really exemplifying the good life in the area of industriousness. Sharpen each other. Ask that person questions. Learn from each other. I want to be a person of industriousness, and I know you do too. Let's avoid workaholism. Let's avoid laziness each and every day. Let's pray that the Lord will give us wisdom on how to be industrious and how to use each and every talent He's given us, including the talent of hard work. Continue to cultivate that and let's see how much each and every one of us can accomplish this day and throughout this week to push back against the tyranny of the devil and glorify God in all that we think, say, and do. In all that God has prepared in advance for us to do, in all that our hands find to do this day. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can help build this community by subscribing to this podcast, sharing it with a friend, giving it a five star rating, or writing a comment or review below. All four of those things really, really help. If you'd like to go deeper into this study, you can pick up classical Christian virtues at amazon.com and follow along with us, answer the additional questions in your book, and dive a little deeper. While you're at it, you can pick up a copy for a friend. If you'd like to contact me directly, please go to timdurnland.com and shoot me a message. I'd really like to hear from you. Until next time, may God the Father bless you and the Holy Spirit guide you as you strive to live like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by resisting vice and cultivating virtue for the good of others and the glory of God alone.